Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Crash Club. Hey, podcast listener. Hello, and welcome back to the Crush Club. Get your headphones nice and comfy, pour yourself a cold one, and grab your favourite crisps. We are here to guide you through the next hour or so with some of our favourite music at the moment, keeping you entertained whilst you literally have nothing better to do. It's Nathan here. I'm joined by Darren and Rob. Honk, honk. Hello. Rob, what's coming up on this week's show? We have a veritable treat for you, Nathan, uh, with bands Mm. including Skullcrusher, uh, Silverbacks, Phobophobes and Maisie. But before all of that, we're going to start off with one of my new favourite bands at the moment, a band called Gun Country, with their song Tennis, brackets, I Feel Okay. And you know what? I do. Gum Country with their new song, Tennis Brackets, I Feel Okay. And I do, listener. Um, That came out uh, May 6th, so very, very recently. Um, I assume that's about um, the lifting of the restrictions on playing tennis, which are currently uh, (coughs) ongoing at the moment. I assume that it must be that. Um, Thanks for laughing at that, Rob. Nathan, you could do better. Bring the energy Staring up. Staring at you. Come Just, on. Uh, <laughs> I didn't get it. It's too confusing. <laughs> it's called satire, you fucking idiot. Those guys are from Canada and they're made up of just two people. Uh, Courtney Gavin, who you might know from the band The Courtneys. The Courtneys. I love The Courtneys. There you go. Well, that's on Courtney two, Gavin. two separate occasions, I've missed out on seeing The Courtneys when I was really close to seeing them. There's a really? fact. Any, I, any... Uh, had tickets to see them at the Shackwell Arms. And uh, didn't end up going for some reason or not, but I had the ticket, so that was a wasted ticket. Was that when you had like the massive eye problem, you couldn't go outside? 
I had a gammy eye. Yeah, <laughs> it couldn't get it couldn't get near sunlight. <laughs> and um, and they supported Mac DeMarco when I saw Mac DeMarco at the Brixton Academy, and the queue was too long, so I heard the heard the Courtney's through the um, in the queue. You were busy grabbing a hot dog. Yeah. Tried to run there in the queue. Yeah, exactly. When I say the queue, I don't mean the queue to get in. It was just the hot dog queue. So I love well, the Courtney's down. They love the Courtney's. Well, yeah. So it's um it's, it's Courtney Gavin from the Courtney's, um, and also multi instrumentalist Connor Mayer. Uh, which I've seen uh, Mayer twice. No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> Nearly. Um, yeah, so they released something, first of all, like in 2017 on cassette. Um, and you can still get that, actually. So if you go on to uh, gumcountry.blogspot.com, which seems like a much more cost-effective way of running a website, crushclub.co.uk, <laughs> <Take note, Darren. laughs> check it out. <laughs> check it out, please. £20 um, a month. Uh, I really like that, Darren. I was a big fan. I was getting kind of a bit of yuck, getting a bit of kind of go team lyricy vibes, and also I've got this band in my head. Who did the Juno soundtrack? Alan <laughs> Sebastian. No, like I, I can't remember who it was, but whoever that was, the, if it was Yoli Tengo that did it, that's that makes sense because they sound just like Yoli Tengo. Yeah, there's definitely Yoli yeah, Tengo vibes in that. But like a bit more of a um, sort of like a shoegazy, fuzzy version of Yola Tango. I, I fucking loved it. I loved it so much. As soon as I heard it, I was like, I love it. Moldy Peaches was who I was going Moldy Peaches, yeah, I can see that bit yeah. as well. But yeah, so the album comes out on June 19th. Love that stuff. That is gum country. That is tennis brackets, I feel okay. Probably about Boris Johnson's raising of the lockdown, blah, 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 blah. Enjoy. Have fun. Welcome to the show. Onto something that's got nothing to do with lockdown, Boris Johnson, or anything that I can even imagine. Uh, this is Tangerine by the Lazy Eyes. Lazy Eyes with Tangerine. Mm. Delicious. Mm. Tasty indeed. Uh, they're a four-piece from Sydney over in Australia. Um, that is their second single. Um, their first came out earlier this year. That is only the second song they've released. Uh, but strangely, it's the first they learned to play. There's a fact for you. Ooh. First they ever learned and, to play? As in, uh, of, learned to play. Of their own songs. That's pretty fucking cool, isn't it? I was just reading up about them. They, they um, started off doing a load of um, Flaming Lips covers. One thing I bet you don't know, Darren, unless you have got the answer in front of you, um, is where they got their name from. Lazy Eyes. Ooh. Is it me? It's from a Beach House song. Ah. The Girl with the Lazy Eye. Ah. 
That's great, Robert. I mean, it, it did follow a similar kind of line to other Aussie bands, King Gizd and the Lizard Wizards on some of their mm. kind of slower stuff, mm. for sure. Uh, Tame Impala's mm. kind of like psychedelic indie ways. I love it. Mm. it the, the Australian psychedelic scene right now is um, pretty hot. Mm. Very hot. They're only teenagers, by the way, just to Shut make up. you feel bad. They look really? fucking cool as well. The, the guy mm. in, the te- in, um, in the picture has a really cool white t-shirt, which I quite like. Guy in the picture. They're all in the picture. Which one? Guy in picture <laughs> has t-shirt. Guy in picture. He looks exactly like someone I went to university with who was a bit of a cock and who also played guitar. Um, so I'm glad that it's not them because he wasn't from Australia. <laughs> Sounds like Darren was jealous of someone at uni. No, he can play guitar. Oh, every girl likes him. Hmm, you're a cock. Listen to my bass. Listen to my bass. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so that's the Lazy Eyes Rob. Nice. Hey, and also, little link, my next band's Australian too. So this is uh this is the new one by Peter Bibby. This is Oceans. the new one by Peter Bibby that was Oceans love that love that so much so that's um, his first bit of new music since his LP Grand Champion which came out in 2018 and this is the first time he's uh, playing with his band the Dog Act Band so that's Peter Bibby and the Dog Act um, I, re- I really love that he's, he's on the same mm. management as Tame Impala and Pond and I think he leans more on the Pond side of that more kind of like riffy guitars mm. and less about the kind of slow psychedelia but um it's, it's great really riffy i mean his vocals are amazing They're like husky kind of getting vocals. a bit of um almost like um frank black kind of from the vocals like that yeah, kind of pixie definitely stuff. Yeah. yeah i feel that and uh, yeah he says that uh, it start uh, the song ocean started out as a sea chanty-esque poem scrawled on a piece of paper about going mad in the middle of the oceans and uh, with the help of the Dog Act band, it soon morphed into a fairly raucous tune. And raucous is what it is. For shizzle. Uh, for shizzle. And also there's, a, there's, an, there's a, actually like a documentary about him on YouTube called Chasing Palm Springs, um, which you can Google. I haven't watched it yet, but um, some of the comments are like, is this real? So could be a funny one. I might watch it after this. When's someone going to make a documentary about the Crash Club? That's what I want to know. That's what, that's what the nation wants to know. Uh, but yeah, Peter Bibby and his dog act band, uh, Song is Oceans, brand new, and uh, I love it. Just another one, another reason to head to Australia and rock out. He's played at all the big festivals, um, and yeah, I'd like to go there yeah. again. For, for sure. Um, very much enjoyed that. 
So next up, um, a band that we've played before actually. Um, so these guys are called Phobophobes and this song is called Mustache Mike. Phobophobes with their song Mustache Mike. And I must ask Mike how he's getting on because I haven't heard from him in a little while. I actually wrote down Mustache Mike and a little joke, a little line which said joke underneath, but it wasn't that joke. Insert I can't joke. remember what the other joke was. <laughs> I think it's something about like, oh, that song's really about lockdown, but I did that joke already. Um, so make up your own joke. Well, you Listener. just said a joke. It was great. It was all right, actually, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah it, was fine. it was. It was a good it was, joke. Yeah, thank you. You know, it's not a joke. For... That band, Phobophobes. That band. Darren, oh, tell hey. us more about them. Love to. So that album, um, oh, so that album actually came out a couple of years ago, the first album. Um, and we, did we see these guys live? Like, I, I don't pre- know. Ah, it's one of these ones I can't remember. I, I, I don't so. If we did see them, we saw them in the old blue last. At the okay. same night, there was a band with people wearing gas masks who were cocks. What? Gas masks? Not gas masks. It was like, a, yeah, like that kind of like, all like a sock over the red kind of thing or that kind of... <laughs> or a sock dream- or a helmet. I might have dream- dream- this night. Um, but if we did see them, the band Were you on supported. stage as well? I was on stage and there's loads of people that said, also Darren, the Darren. Yeah, yeah. And it then uh, no my mum came in and then I started flying. It's really weird. Um, but yeah, we might have seen them or potentially didn't. Um, but we certainly played them before. So that album came out like a couple of years ago. Uh, it's really good. That new single came out towards the start of the year. Um, absolutely love it. Mm. Thoughts? Kind of like um, Nick Cavey kind of vibes yeah, getting on there. Yeah, absolutely. Mm, that kind of like dark, broody kind of uh, vocals. Yeah. I mean, I think I said this last time, and I don't know if it's an egg or not, but it sounds kind of like you're something like kind of like spooky Halloween music. <laughs> You've not said that before. <laughs> you know, I always say it. It sounds like spooky Halloween music. Yeah, it's something. Mustache there's something. Sl- yeah, it's, it's but that's like Nick Cave's vibe, isn't it? That whole like yeah. gothic graveyard kind of spooky stuff. Halloween. Spooky Halloween music. Dress up as a pumpkin. <laughs> I quite like to go Halloween parties. Trick or treat. You should. <laughs> you should. Phobophobes are playing. Yeah. All right, well, brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. Um, all right, so let's go to the first interview of the show. I was very lucky to have a chat with Phil Taggart this week. If you don't know Phil Taggart, he is a DJ on Radio 1. Uh, he also uh, is in charge of Slacker, which is a podcast, uh, a club night, and also a book, which has just had its one-year anniversary, all about getting into the music industry. And yeah, had a great chat with him this week. Have a listen. 
Phil Taggart, welcome uh, to the Crush Club. Slacker has kind of, you know, from like, you know, the club nights, the gigs and the book and the podcast, like it's kind of evolved into this big new music, amazing thing. Um, Could you tell me kind of how it started and like, you know, how it's evolved over the years? Slacker, like... It re- really it started about 10 years ago um, it, as a club night in, in Belfast. It was like a sort of studenty sort of, like it played indie music and electro music. And then it went away of many a club night and just completely went down the pan. Um, and uh, nothing happened, Slacker, for about six or seven years. So I, I, in that time, I got a job at Radio One and I wanted to start a club night. And I, I just like still had the name and I was just like, I really like the name. So um, yeah, I started the Slacker Club Nights with the first ever show being Frank Harder and the Rattlesnakes, Fant in Heaven, Jack Wobb DJing and Breakage DJing. It was a real nice. weird mix yeah. of music. <laughs> Um, and that was at the Victoria, which is only like a hundred cap. And I did the door and the writers and all the rest of it. Um, and I remember like Frank Carter like calling me to stage while I was doing the door because like, the fellow that um, was meant to be doing the door needed to have a pee break. So I was like carrying all of the takings in a little box so nobody would rob them. And he made me crowd surf with the flipping <laughs> little little metal box full of pound coins and fibers and stuff. From there, it kind of like. Um, snowballed into loads of other artists playing and the venues got bigger like artist size got bigger as well like Blossoms and Rapboy and some Dark Karma and yeah so we got it up as far as like the, the garage in um in London, oh, cool. yeah. um, which is which is about like a thousand capacity venue, which yeah. is which is really cool. As you would do once something starts going successfully, you pull the plug on it. Oh, really? <laughs> um, so I decided I was going to write this book called The Slackers Guide to the Music Industry, which turns a year old today. Actually, oh, I probably should have. I know I really should have like organized something, but maybe I'll just tell myself that this is what I've organized and this is this is the celebration. Yeah, going on the Crush Club. <laughs> yeah, big time, big time. Um, so like uh, it was a book written um, for grassroots artists and, and musicians and people with a, a passing interest in the music industry and it was like taking all the best information from all of the best artists and the best um, industry pods and sticking it together in one place so it's like really easy to for you to like yeah. get it and flick through it that's awesome it's, yeah it looks it looks brilliant and um, and the, the podcast you, you've, you've still been on now I saw that you um, you just released one with Guy Garvey right yeah Guy, Guy Garvey was done um, that came out this week yeah. next week I've got Phoebe Bridgers will you hear the story that Phoebe Bridgers talks about when she um, talks about playing my slacker night back in the day no way it's mental she, she told me a story that I didn't know about what happened to her that night and it's the it's the craziest story that anybody's ever told on the podcast, <laughs> and the weirdest thing that's ever happened at the Slacker Night. Um, I'm not telling you what it is because no, it hasn't quite yet. <laughs> but yeah, check out the Phoebe Bridger Slacker podcast. Maybe next week, maybe the week after. That's amazing. What? So so she played one of your early gigs, did she? She she didn't even headline the show. She played second on. Oh my god! On a four on a four band bill. That's uh, crazy. Um, I, I think Coloring played that show they headlined and what? then there was somebody below there wow, what was and the then there was Phoebe Bridgers it was in Cameo no way in, in Shoreditch yeah I yeah. can't believe that because like Phoebe Bridges is like in my opinion like one of the best singer songwriters of like the last 10 years like Stranger in the Alps is just like just like the most beautiful album ever 
Um, yeah, totally. She she came down. She came down from Glasgow specifically for that show. She travelled from Glasgow to London that day, from that morning to come down and play that show. So it was like it was definitely like her on the way up. I think she'd only put out motion sickness at that time. Oh right. And it was a case of me just going, "Holy shit, she's in town." Um, let's let's see if she wants to do a show, and she did. So yeah, no way. And now she's she's doing incredible stuff. You must. You've had some amazing guests over over the over the years, and I mean, it must some special moments like having that early "Can't Stand Me Now" demo whilst Pete Doherty's there. I mean, he's obviously like like a lot of kind of people when they're kind of around their thirties who love indie music. He's one of like the heroes growing up. Was that was that one of the particularly like special moments, like having him on the podcast, like or or anyone else that you've uh, particularly enjoyed having on there? Yeah, I think I like. I think you're right. I think that that was a bit of a moment because like I, I grew up as a big fan of the Libertines and it was it was great to have him because if anybody hasn't listened to the podcast before like they we always play an early demo of one of their bigger tracks or one of their first tracks and we got we got our hands on a demo from a hard drive that he had and like lying in his flat um and he was listening to it and it was like he was transported back in time and I was watching them and it was a really special moment wow. another another favorite was probably Johnny Marr um coming on and playing the never heard before Smith's demo of um of Gene. Wow. Which was which was insane. Um and then, you know, from there, oh God, like there's, a, there's about forty or fifty of of the podcasts up now and like Fatboy Slim doing it in his house and hearing the version of Praise You before it became Praise You was amazing because the demo of Praise You is terrible. Really? <laughs> It's really, really bad. Like, could you say that to him? You're like, like, this is this is shit. <laughs> I just said that the sounds like, like the sounds like it was made at four a.m. by drug addicts for drug addicts, <laughs> and he was just like, yeah, it, it, it essentially was. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so <laughs> it's yeah, it's basically the sample of Prezi, um over this really obsequious sort of. I don't know, 4 a.m. off kilter beats. It's just, it's horrendous. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but that's all, the whole purpose of the podcast is to play those demos early on and, and almost hear them in a gestation period because some of the demos, like, really aren't that impressive. Yeah. And I think it can show you A, how much an artist can develop. Uh, and B, how much a good producer can really make the difference. Oh, I just wanted to finish off by asking just a couple of like just straightforward down the line questions. Um, fav- uh, favorite bands or artists around at the moment? Phoebe Bridgers. Yeah, simple. Have you heard the new album? Have you been sent it early? No, no, I've heard the, the new singles. I haven't, I haven't been sent the new album oh, yet. Okay. Do you know what? I actually probably could get it if I asked, and that's. You're giving me a lot of work to do today, actually. <laughs> okay, cool. Phoebe Bridges. Um, favorite venues? From Mandela Hall in Belfast, which is just closed down um, as of last year. Um, and that's in, yeah, Belfast. And favorite venue in London, in Brighton, in Manchester. I quite like Gorilla in Manchester, actually. I thought it was a great venue. And I mean, we've already talked about, you know, putting on Phoebe Bridges when she was small, but what are some of like the, some be- the best small gigs you've been to with artists or bands that have ended up completely blowing up when you saw them when they were really small? I remember going to see Two Door Cinema Club at the Speakeasy in, in Belfast. Um, the Two Door boys were roughly about the same age as me. Yeah. And their band supported my band at one point. Wow. Um, but we went to see them after that 
and they were playing a show to about maybe about 200 people and they were playing, they were playing like the, the laptop was the drummer and I remember like screaming from the back drum solo and, <laughs> and they just all stood on stage like awkwardly kind of looking at each other <laughs> and then I saw Two Door play maybe about eight years later seven years later in New York so like about eight nine thousand people or something so I mean like we won the, we, we won the battle but they won the war <laughs> So that was the brilliant Phil Taggart there. Thank you very much to uh, the lovely man for chatting to me earlier this week. What a guy. Um, and yeah, like he mentioned, you can still buy his uh, Slacker's Guide to the Music Industry uh, on Amazon and Rough Trade and all the other places. So yeah, thanks, Phil. You're the best. Terrific stuff. And up next, we have the Baltimore-based artist Maisie with No Friends. I don't have no fucking friends. I don't care. I'm not upset. I admit that I'm a mess. Yeah. I don't have no fucking friends. Don't have fun. I don't make plans. I don't have no fucking friends. <laughs> if less is more, then I'm doing the most. I'm so bored and I feel like a ghost. I don't wanna smoke no more because I'm broke. My window won't open, got my life as a joke But then I wake up and I do it again But then I mean nothing, I don't have any friends Like I said in the chorus, my life is so boring and so unimportant Guess I'll call my mom again Cause I don't have no fucking friends I don't care, I'm not upset I admit that I'm a mess that was the quite incredible Maisie with no friends. I just can't believe it. How could you make music that good and have no friends? <laughs> it's impossible. Um, as I said, she's from Baltimore. Um, she is only 18 years old. Um, I know, right? Um, and that is, I think, her debut single. Um, she had released something previously, but I don't think it ever got released. Um, so I she, believe No Friends is her debut. Crazy. It sounds it's, so it's fucking polished for someone that's that's not done anything before. Suspiciously so. Hmm, very mm. fucking suspicious, Maisie. Why must you lie? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I was thinking, like listening to that and, and listening back to what um, Phil Taggart said about putting Phoebe Bridges on, um, you know, and finding artists at that kind of young age who haven't been heard before like that that must be so incredible imagine mm. putting someone like that on the stage yeah like, i'd be so proud it's so cool when you see those like bands or artists that like i do are very very young and very very small and then they go on to do something amazing afterwards i remember seeing um oh god i wish i could remember his fucking name um hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. 
Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Ezra Thurman, is he called? I love yeah. Ezra Thurman. Ezra Thurman. Yeah. I saw Ezra Thurman. There was like 10 people there, and we were sat on the floor. Um, and he did, he sung and he was like, Jesus Christ, this guy's amazing. He was supporting somebody else in Bath in, in, uh, Moles. If you've been to Moles, it's like very, very small and underground. Nobody there. Um, and we saw him and it's like, God, you're really good. He's like, yeah, just forwards, flash forward by three years to me and yeah. Gussie seeing Ezra Thurman to about 2,000 people at End of the Roads. They're one of the yeah. best people ever. Yeah, and now he's like selling, you know, probably number one hits and all that kind of jazz and, and good on Not him. Not number one, but number one in our hearts. It's certainly a number. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's great, Rob. Uh, I, I, I loved it. It's, it reminded me a little bit of No Name. I don't know if you listen to No Name, the, uh, the rapper. He's uh, very good. And um, yeah, 18 years old. Christ, we're going to take the pace down a, a lot now to this beautiful singer-songwriter. This is Skull Crusher, and this song is called Places Slash Plans. You told me the super lovely skull crusher with uh places and plans or places slash plans and um i thought that's unbelievably beautiful very melancholy very like thoughtful there's definitely some kind of like uh name dissonance going on there between mm. skull crusher and what that actually was i went into that expecting nah! and actually actually <laughs> it's like beautiful. i was like right i've turned the volume down yeah it was, it was gorgeous beautiful kind of like melancholy folk mm. It was lovely, wasn't it? It reminds me, I mean, there's a song by Tom Berlin, uh, which is a beautiful song called 17. It reminded me a lot of also stuff like Waxahachie um, and Grouper. 
Mm. And also a hint of the Phoebe Bridges bear as well. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I love that so much. It's, it's her, like I said, it's a date. I don't know if I did say this actually. It's a debut single from uh, the LA based uh, songwriter, Helen Ballantyne. And, and uh, yeah, I'm crazy about it. The, the self-titled EP is coming out soon on the 26th of June uh, on the label Secretly Canadian, which is a brilliant label, has bands like Whitney. Is she uh, Canadian? No. As I just or, said, she's from LA. Or uh, is secretly, she secretly Canadian though? Oh, sorry. I didn't realize it was a joke. <laughs> I, it was hard to tell. <laughs> it's always hard to tell. That's the thing. Um, but yeah, secret <laughs> Canadian, home of Whitney and Cherry Glazer and loads of other great bands. Great label. And yeah, that's, that's one of their latest signings. And I'm really excited about it because I just really love that kind of like melancholy, um, you know, singer songwriters. So brilliant mm-hmm. stuff. Love it. Skull Crusher. Yeah. Skull Crusher. <laughs> yeah. Fucking fuck with that. Um, just before I play my next band, which I'm very excited to do, um, I'd like to make a quick correction. Darren Quiz. Oh. Like a quick correction. Darren's correction time. Um, <laughs> it wasn't Ezra Furman. It was George Ezra. There you go. Oh, okay. Oh, Less good. Go. Less good, but more famous. So Very, yeah, when mm. I say number ones, and you're like, no, definitely number ones. George Ezra is definitely at number ones. George Ezra was on the Times Rich list the other day. He is absolutely, again, he was, he's so huge. And yeah, I saw him with about 10 other people and he was fine. And I sat down. Nice guy. I, I saw, I was reading about, he does seem like a nice guy, but he's like yeah. ultimate, like boring pop music, like Ed Sheeran-esque kind of thing. And uh, I saw an article about him a little while ago. And apparently, because he got signed quite early and he was like, labels realized that he had quite mass appeal when he got to like 20 he realized he had nothing to write songs about and apparently his label to give him life experience bought him like an interrail pass <laughs> <laughs> made, <laughs> made him go Bit to of- bath and play in front of me <laughs> is that where budapest came from well there you go <laughs> there, you, there you bloody go um i thought that's quite funny it's like guess what life experience go to brussels <laughs> um talking of interrail passes um, <laughs> i'm passing wind I, i've got a fart this next <laughs> band is called nudie mag and this song is called please be the one you're gonna enjoy it Please. That was Please Be The One by Nudie Mag. And that came off of their album, Our Milk, which came out pretty recently, kind of middle of March. I've been really, really, really enjoying that band. Um, so big, big power pop vibes coming through with that one. Um, similar in some ways, I guess, to that band that we played last week, who, by the way, I'm completely fucking obsessed with, um, Second Grade. 
Oh my God, they've, they've released a new song off of the new album. So there's now four songs that they've released from it and I cannot stop listening to them. I've listened to them about like probably a hundred times over and over again, like a minute long. So it's, it's, it's not taking very long to get through. But um, <laughs> I looked at- 10 minutes of your time. If, if you haven't listened to Second Grade, go back and listen to Second Grade. I'm so excited for that album. Um, Try to pre-order it from America. It was $18 for the vinyl. Um, how much reckon shipping was? £200. $22, I think it was. So I was like, I can't, can't swizzle it. But love that stuff. And I really, 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 really like that album from uh, Nudie Mag as well. It's really good yeah. stuff. Yeah, Our Milk, Lovely. really good. Mm-hmm. And yeah, as Darren says, there was great music on last week's show and the show before and the show before. You can hear show all of them. Gash. <laughs> yeah, ignore that one, the one before, the one before. That's poison, but Yikes. the rest of them. Not a good show, but yeah. Um, crushclub.co.uk to hear all the shows and also you can go on Spotify, Apple, everywhere you want and uh, listen to it. Also go on our social media at Crush Club UK or just Crush Club on Facebook. Like us, subscribe, say hello, what up? Share it, share it, share it with your friends. If <laughs> you share it with your friends, share it. I will have a happy time. <laughs> it's, I couldn't rhyme that last word. But. And so from a band who sound a bit like Weezer to a band who I wrote down look a bit like Weezer might look if they were this band. Makes no sense. <laughs> Fucking but hell. I don't Fucking usually. Hell. <laughs> this is Tower of Age by Lithic. stuff that was tower of age from lithics uh, the title song of their new album which is out on june the 5th mm. um they're a very cool four piece from portland oregon um and i am a big big fan of that i thought um they sounded a little bit like picks who we played on the show a long long time ago now yeah definitely they remind me of this band grass widow um <laughs> who are brilliant <laughs> who are brilliant like kind of angular post-punk kind of a cool girl band. Um, And yeah, I loved it. Up next, we're going to hear my chat with Joe from Dutch Criminal Record, who I talked to just earlier this week. For people that don't know who Dutch Criminal Record are, could you kind of introduce them to you? We formed in school, so we've been together for a long time. We sort of formed in our GCSE music class. When... Uh, we were about 15 or 16. We had our first gig, which was a Battle of the Bands. Did you win? We didn't win that year. No, there was a really good band 
uh, we played mo- um, Kill. It wasn't Kill the Director. Moving to York by the Wombats. Oh, of, nice. Very nervously, classic yeah. indie banger. Um, yeah. uh, but then there's a good band in sick form who did something much less nervously and more confidently than we did. Obviously, where are they now? Oh, I think they broke up. Unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't, couldn't handle the pressure. But you know, we're still together. So, <laughs> one nil to you. Exactly, one nil to us. <laughs> And then we want to change our name. So um, our drummer at the time, Alex, he was like, uh, well, um, he, he came up with the name Dutch Criminal Record. Um, and we were sort of like, that's a bit interesting, a bit unique. Where have you got that from? Um, we knew he'd been to Holland uh, on like a Sunday League football tour, which is quite incredible that they took him to Holland. But um, yeah, but yeah, Sunday League was we really pulled out all the stops there. But um <laughs> Um, but he's he's he kind of came came back from that tour and said, "Oh, we I got a Dutch criminal record while I was in Amsterdam." So that's sure. that's what how the name stuck. Yeah, I don't know. To be honest, it's still <laughs> it's still a mystery. I mean, like I mean, yeah. I think I do know. Like he's told us quite candidly after after a few gigs, like in the hotel, like what do you like? And we're sort of like, Alex, what do you actually do? It was it was sort of like, well, I stole some beer from behind the hotel bar. And they call the police who told me off. So he's not even really got a criminal record. He's got, no, he just wanted a beer. He just wanted a beer. He got a bit told off by a policeman. It's not a criminal record. But it all worked out well. You got a band name out of it. We did get a band name out of it. I want to thank that policeman. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's where we started. And and the musical influences he had at the time were sort of like the, the Beach Boys and the Beatles like sort of um pet sounds era slash like sort of um like for the beach boys and then like early earlier sort of beatles like albums like hard days night era so we were writing these quite like upbeat sort of like poppy tunes um that was what we were listening to at the time and so we sort of coined the like that we were an indie surf band um and that's really stuck so like i mean to be fair we we write quite upbeat indie music so what have some of the highlights been um as a band then i guess you guys have been together for quite a long time now one recent highlight that was awesome was we um last year um in august 2019 our hometown is sort of portsmouth um so so sort of where we hail from so we put on a gig at the wedridrums in portsmouth which is like a a, like legendary local venue we played there a few times for sort of different competitions and, and also like just you know supporting on shows that have been put on there um as we started to play in Portsmouth more but um we never done a headline show there because obviously it's big venue and difficult like to take on we we decided we're going to take it on we're going to try and headline the wedge um and it was awesome we got like a few hundred people down and I can't I can't remember it was something like nearly 300 people were there um nice. and just just for our show and that was like it was such a big release like at the end of the big summer of planning that show um we just had like this really awesome um headline slot there um i, I so. bet that was an amazing thing as soon as like that's the venue that you've kind of like grown up with absolutely and, like, then, then headlining it and seeing yeah. everyone that the gig is there for you it must have been like a hell of a moment yeah. absolutely so to round this up you just yeah. covered uh this charming man yeah. the smiths i mean what was this what's the story behind that we know this guy who jack who runs um in sound in session, which is a really awesome way to discover new bands, uh, unsigned bands. Um, but they basically um, do all these, record all these live covers. Um, they're mostly live. We sometimes overdub 
little bits. But so this charming man is essentially a, uh, a cover that we did with him. Uh, the brief was like 80s covers. So we love the Smiths. I think the Smiths are the first real good example of like a proper indie band. Um, and it was uh, the brief was also that it was acoustic covers. The Smiths have done like acoustic covers of this charming man. So we sort of, um, in terms of how we arranged it, we were sort of like, well, we'll sort of swing it up a bit. You know how this charming man is quite sort of like driving in in how it's like played. Like got a obviously Mar doing his thing, but then like the bass line is just like really awesome and driving. But we sort of yeah, yeah. decided to swing it up a little bit, make it feel a bit sort of little bit sort of folksy. Punctured bicycle on the hillside desolate Will nature make a man of me yet? When in this charming car This charming man Oh, I pamper life's complex when the leather runs smooth on the passenger seat I would go out tonight But I haven't got a stitch to wear Oh, this man said it's gruesome That someone so handsome should care A jumped up boy who never knew his place he said return the ring all right so that was dutch criminal records and so yeah before that you heard my chat with joe who i talked to earlier this week a lovely chap and yeah great band and great guys poppy happy good indie music yeah it's not the uh, not the first time i've played those guys actually is it we played them Right when we were starting off doing the podcast about a million years ago. Um, but they're amazing. They were early stuff. supporters of the Crush Club. <laughs> uh, we were and early supporters of them. might not even know it. Um, yeah, love that stuff. Hi, listener. Really sorry to stop your enjoyment of the podcast. Hope you're having a lovely time with it, though. This is just a little announcement because the thing I'm about to say makes me sound like a complete idiot. Now, I know what you're thinking. Darren, you never sound like a complete idiot. I know, but there's a reason this time. So we changed the song at the last minute to play the lovely cover that they did of This Charming Man. Now, I'm going to talk a load of nonsense in this next link about how they sound like Phil Collins. Bear in mind, I'm not talking about the cover of The Smiths. Bear that in mind. Promise? Thanks. Okay, take it away, Darren. Enjoy. Big pop hooks, isn't it? That lovely, clean kind of... I don't know if I'm way off base on this one, but almost like the guitars that kind of like clear kind of like um very melodic clear guitars kind of like almost like phil collinsy <laughs> does that make any sense you know what i mean but like that kind of like but like kind of like that, that, Can that you real, feel it? do you know what i mean you're, you're trying to embarrass me in front of the listener <laughs> darren heads you know what i mean phil collinsy guitars cheering at home all the darren's fans he's he's right suck it to nathan the fucking all the prick. rob fans speak up rob <laughs> um yeah fair enough Dan. I, do, I do kind of understand it thank you but yeah as uh, as i chatted about with uh with joe from dutch criminal record like obviously their tour has been completely postponed because of the old coronavirus things and obviously the venues that they were going to play have all been a bit fucked over mm. um obviously and i was just actually just wanted to give a mention we talked about the uh you know save our venues campaign but um, i wanted to sh- 
do a special shout, especially to the Lexington in Angel, which are who are really heavily pushing to save their venue. One of my favourite venues, Lexington. Darren, we've been there together. Rob, you've never been there because you don't go to gigs. Don't know what um, they are. Don't know what they are. But um, they're doing a the Lexington. Like, we saw a trust fund at the Lexington, Darren, do a, a matinee show. We saw um, trust fund at the Lexington do a matinee show. <laughs> oh, yes, I remember that. Yes, I do remember that. Yes. Darren's brain I missed their weird. big song because I was going to the toilet. You, but you came running back. I came running back. I know together. this one. This is the song I know. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. And then we had an expensive cognac downstairs. <laughs> Welcome to our life, listener. But yeah, so they're doing this campaign. If crowdfunded.co.uk slash save the Lexington. But if you spend 30 quid, which I'm going to do this, by the way, spend 30 pound to help save them and you get uh, your name written on the on the wall, the supporters wall. Uh, and you also get a, a Lexington black card uh, where you get 10% off drinks. But more importantly, you get to be on the wall. Are you not going to put the Crush Club on the wall? <laughs> We're finally going to get some listeners, boys. <laughs> <laughs> the only way is up. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I love the Lexington and it is, I mean, I live just down the road from it and I would hate to see it go. And it's a brilliant, brilliant venue. And uh, and I really want to be on the wall. So 30 quid and there's loads of obviously like, you know, there's loads of venues needing this right now, but that's just one of many really. And the thing is, if venues go, it'd be like taking away the the air that we breathe, wouldn't it? Um, that would leave us breathless. Much like this new song, Breathless by Gallus. That was Gaulus with their song Breathless, which came out on March the 13th. And like the proverbial bonnet, they are a Scotch band. That didn't make sense, but you know, make your own jokes up. <laughs> doesn't matter. Uh, doesn't really make sense, does it? But they are loud, raucous Scottish rock. Yeah. Bit of fucking power. It's very late here, listen. It's very late and warm and we're all very tired, but that woke me the fuck up listening to that. Yeah, we're back, boys. I'm not going to be able to sleep now. Um, Just yeah. to do another, have another podcast recording. Let's do. Let's not do that. That's the last <laughs> thing I need. Um, so they're named actually after a pub. But yeah, like those guys a lot. Like them a lot. Like to see them live. Um, like all of those kind of like really loud raucous bands. I imagine they have to be seen live to get the full experience. Um, yeah. But hope, and also Heavy when you lungs. see them, yeah, when you see them in the pod that you're inevitably going to see them in. <laughs> it might not give you the full experience, but we should say. But you, you, we're, all the three of us are bumping our isolation pods into each other. In, <laughs> Do in the, the pod the... bump. Everyone's <laughs> doing the pod bump. This is my last song of the night. This is Houseki with his song, Slow. Last night I got on your wrong side And it wasn't right I think that you should know I'm a little slow I get distracted by these smallest things 
much time in my bed I'd get a lot done if I didn't think And waste so many hours in my head I'd make the wrong mistakes each time Let myself fall behind Forget to take the bins outside And now I feel like trash Cause last night I got on your own side And it wasn't right That was Houseki. Uh, I think it's pronounced Houseki, um, with his song "Slow." Uh, he's another artist from Australia. I'm on a bit of a theme tonight. It's oh, a triple bill of Aussie bands. Straight. Yeah, that's um, yeah, another shrimp on the Barbie, etc. Um, yes, it is. Here's a story for you guys. <laughs> Imagine this. Settle down, listeners. Have we got a jingle Get for you- this? Get your comfy socks in. Um, Houseki, thanks to bloody coronavirus, uh, amongst the other awful things it's done, uh, has meant that he's never actually played a live show. Shove off. So he's got a tremendous background in busking. Um, and, you know, well, he played loads many, of live shows. Years, but busking- he's never actually played like a live show in a, like a, 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 venue, a venue, as it okay. were. Uh, he was due to do that before um the whole coronavirus thing came along and he was unable to um so that is his first single uh slow which came out in february um and he's now working on a whole load more stuff um so by the time he does actually get to do his first proper proper gig um i imagine he'll be amazing well versed Mm. yeah um i can't really imagine how music like that track there would be uh busked i imagine Um, he wasn't busking that kind of stuff was he i assume like he wasn't I don't know. He might yeah. have played yeah. different things. Or maybe he had like a little keyboard and bing, bing, kind of thing. He reminds me a little bit of um, that chap we played a few shows ago, Mella, um, who had that amazing song. I don't know if you remember it. Um, Family it's the same. Fun. Yeah, yeah. But similar kind of like um, that kind of like slightly R&B, slightly kind of like, um, not R&B, you know, like rappy kind of blended. Yeah, I, de- I definitely feel that. It's like, um, it's, yeah, it's, there's a slight rapping element to it. It's kind of, it, and like I said, when um, we played Mellow, which was a recommendation from Felix White, if you want to listen to the interview, go listen to the back catalogue. Um, it sounds a bit like Jimmy Lacoste as well. Kind of like, it's almost like a sad boy rap. It's a little bit like, um, mm. in some ways it started off with Asher Roth. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Everything started off with Asher Roth. <laughs> you know what? I can vaguely see that. You can have a little bit there. I love drinking. <laughs> that song's a tune. <laughs> and on that note. All right, well, that's it for this week. Thank you for tuning in, listeners to another show um, like I said earlier give us a follow on the socials at Crush Club UK head to www.crushclub.co.uk to listen to all our past shows and also see uh, all the track listing and the playlist and all that kind of stuff and we'll be back again next week we're going to finish on a band called Silverbacks now um, this is a brilliant track called Muted Gold and yeah anything you guys want to say before we leave ciao for now bye everybody
Nein, danke. Marlon? Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.